P.I. Richmond, WTPS, Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 8 a.m. Virginia got back in the win column with their 62-51 home victory over 7-win Miami last night. Sam Hauser led the way in scoring with 18 points, while Trey Murphy scored 12, marking the first time he's been in double digits since February 15th. Richmond dropped their final regular season Atlantic 10 game of the season to St. Joe's 76-72. Nathan Ko did wonders beneath the basket, leading all scorers with 25 points. Jacob Gilliard added 18 as well. All five Hawks starters ended the evening in double digits, led by Taylor Funk with 22. The win snapped a nine-game road-losing streak for St. Joe's. Alex Smith is expected to be released by the Washington football team as soon as today, according to reports. Smith is set to make more than $18 million in base salary this upcoming season. By cutting him, Washington would save more than $14 million off the books. Following their 36-16 home win over Robert Morris, the James Madison Dukes find themselves atop the Stats FCS Top 25 poll, acquiring 34 41st place votes. They were aided by Southern Illinois, who took down North Dakota State 38-14, ending the Bison's 39-game win streak going 1,210 days between losses. Quarterfinals action action last night in the Big South Tournament. Radford's Shaquan Jules scored 15 and corralled 10 rebounds off the bench in a 67-52 win over Hampton. The Highlanders will take on third seed of Campbell on Thursday night at home. In other Atlantic 10 games, Dayton topped St. Bonaventure 55-52, handing the Bonnies just their fourth conference loss of the year. Abby Watson led the Flyers in, sc- in scoring with 14 points, while Bonnie's second-leading scorer, Jaron Holmes, failed to make one shot. St. Bonaventure was held to just 30% from the field. Five Billikens ended the night in double figures for St. Louis in their 78-57 victory at home versus UMass. In hockey last night, the Canucks shut out the Jets 4-0. JT Miller had a goal while Elias Pettersson notched a goal and assist. And Martin Nikas scored the game winner for the Carolina Hurricanes in overtime as they snuck past the Panthers 3-2. Got a quick check of your Eastman Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. We'll see sunny skies today, and it will be pleasantly cool with highs in the lower 50s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. This weather report brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For rebates or low payments on a new Lennox home comforter system, call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853. It is 802. You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 995-1027 ESPN. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year. Automatically Discover something brighter. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Huddle up. Listen up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. Bailey's got Grace. Gilliard's covered up by Brown. And who's going to get free? It's Grace in the corner. Off balance three. He hit it! Did he hit it in time? Grace hit it from the corner. The officials didn't wave it off. Right now we're tied at 76. As Grace hit that from the corner, did he get it off in time? Wow! That Grace with a corner three. But it the St. Joseph's folks are celebrating over there on the bench. Um, it, it looks like the score, the, the red light had come on on the backboard before the ball left his hand. And looking at the replay, and that's what St. That's St. what they're celebrating. Yep. You know, it's so close. It's waved off, and that's your ball game. It doesn't count. Matt Grace hit a tremendous shot, but too late. And the final will be 76-73, to 73, St. Joseph's. And with that. A tenth of a second and three points. The entire complexion of the Richmond Spiders season and the outlook for the postseason tournament changed dramatically with a stunning 76-73 Robin Center loss last night to the suddenly resurgent St. Joseph's Hawks. And that's how we open up and tip off the Tuesday morning edition of the Sports Huddle. The play-by-play call heard right here on ESPN Richmond last night with Robert Fish and Matt Smith. A desperation finish for the Spiders and for a fleeting moment. You thought maybe, just maybe, the basketball gods would be smiling down on them after frowning all night long. But that was not to be the case. Clearly, the replay, unfortunately, showed 
that Matt Grace's fingertips were still on that basketball as the light displayed and the buzzer sounded. They needed five-tenths of a second or six-tenths of a second instead of four-tenths of a second to tie the game, and then who knows what would have happened in overtime. Normally, the team that makes a dramatic emotional shot and come back like that has the advantage, particularly at home in overtime. But who knows? And it wasn't to be for Richmond last night, and the Spiders went from looking at a number three seed and a double bye in the Atlantic 10 tournament to playing in one of the most competitive and dreaded kind of games in conference tournaments, and that's the 8-9 matchup. Because just statistically, that would tell you it should be the hardest, toughest, most competitive game in the tournament, perhaps, until you get to maybe one versus two in a championship scenario. But eight versus nine means you're pretty close. You've been pretty close during the regular season. And then, of course, the reward for the winner of eight versus nine is a chance to play the number one seed that has been resting and lying in wait. So all that now staring at the Richmond Spiders. Their work is much harder. Obviously, at-large consideration, conversation is no longer in play for Richmond, at this point, they need to make a run through the Atlantic 10 tournament now in order to get to the NCAA tournament, and Richmond will begin play now with an 11 a.m. game. That's the other factor in all of this is now you got to get up and you got to be ready to go pretty much first thing in the day between all your preparation and shoot-around and pregame meal, final scouting report. It's going to be an early morning for the Richmond Spiders and the Duquesne Dukes but they'll be at the Siegel Center on Thursday at 11 a.m. That is the first round, first game of the 8-10 tournament, and the bracket is now set. Really tough night for the Spiders last night. Welcome to the program this morning. Uh, Bob Black here. The sun is shining, figuratively. It may not seem so. Literally, it is on a Tuesday morning if you're a Richmond Spider or a Richmond Spider fan. This morning, we'll go through the bracket. Uh, James Flowers producing. You heard him on the Sports Center update. Uh, other games and other stories to get to, which we will this morning as well. Uh, for the Spiders last night, as I referenced, the basketball gods frowning on them were the really two injuries that occurred uh, for Richmond. One was the lingering injury to Grant Golden with the broken finger on his left hand trying to play through it again last night with that protective glove and padding but still, obviously, in an awful lot of pain was Grant Golden. He did have an injection before the game to try and numb the area, reduce that pain. But by the second half, it became pretty apparent that he wasn't going to be able to go enough to help the Spiders. And Coach Mooney made the decision not to play him. For a majority of the second half, Grant wound up playing 22 minutes in the game last night, had just six points four rebounds and no assists going three for seven from the floor. And then the new injury for Richmond to Blake Francis, the Spiders' leading scorer who took a horrible spill onto the floor after a driving layup attempt. He went crashing to the floor, and I know there weren't very many fans in attendance, but even if there were, I think you would have heard that thud, at least over where we were at courtside, and you could hear it uh, plain as day when Blake hit the floor uh, looked like a back, uh, hip, lower back injury. He did come out of the game, tried to come back and play, but couldn't do it. Wound up only playing nine minutes last night, did not score, and went 0 for 4 from the field. So here were the Richmond Spiders that were going to start this season with five senior starters. They wound up playing a good stretch of that game, 10-12 minutes, with two freshmen on the court with the game hanging in the balance, Isaiah Wilson, who really did a nice job, provided a spark, was really good defensively with three steals, took a charge, did a nice job. And then Jai Bailey, who really hasn't played very much all year, was all of a sudden thrust into the action, gave the Spiders a solid 10 minutes. So um, we're still talking in the present here, but certainly a glimpse of the future, and it looked pretty bright with what Wilson and Bailey were able to give the Spiders last night. Wilson played 12 minutes, Bailey played 10, but not enough for Richmond to overcome 
a St. Joe's team that has now won three in a row, beat one of its uh, big five arch rivals, LaSalle, in overtime, then knocked off Dayton, scoring 97 against the Flyers, and come back and get their first road win of the season last night at Richmond, 76-73, and they kind of pulled a spider. They put all five of their starters in double figures. That was, that's what Richmond was doing most of the season. But last night it was St. Joe's. Taylor Funk led the way with 22 points. Uh, the return of Ryan Daly obviously makes a huge difference for St. Joe's. He did not play in the game at the Rob- at uh, at Hagen Arena in Philadelphia when the Spiders won that game. But he was back last night at 14 points and 9 rebounds. Uh, the Hawks went 16 of 18 to seal it at the free throw line and also knocked down 10 three-pointers in that game. Richmond struggled from the outside, especially without Blake Francis in there. Went just 4 of 16 from beyond the arc. Great night for Nathan Ko. Went over 1,000 points. Became the 50th Spider to do that. Had a career-high 25. Jacob Gilliard with 18, but those were the only two Spiders in double figures in last night's game, and it winds up a three-point loss. The Spiders finished 13-7 and in the regular season, 6-5 and in the Atlantic 10, dropped them down to eighth. Had they won the game, they would have been third, and they would have gotten the double bye because St. Louis took care of UMass. That's the game the Spiders needed to eyeball. If Richmond could have won its game, it needed a UMass loss to give Richmond third. Even with a Richmond win and a UMass win, they would have finished fourth. So it was right there in front of them, and St. Joseph spoiled the senior night party, unfortunately, for the Richmond Spiders. All right, uh, let's give you some sports huddle sound bites from post game from that one, and then we will move on and talk Virginia basketball because the Cavaliers got a much-needed win last night, knocking off Miami, ending their three-game losing streak, and we'll get you some Tony Bennett as well. So let's try and stay on time here this morning on the sports huddle. Uh, again, if you'd like to interact and be a part of the program, we'll take you at 804-521-8501 or text us at 804-638-9508. All right, in the aftermath of the loss last night, Spider head coach Chris Mooney was asked about the immediacy and the emotion in that Spider locker room after the three-point loss to the Hawks. Well, I think at the moment, yeah, I think deflated. Uh, I think um... – you know, playing basketball is, is really hard and, and at this level, uh, and the effort that you have to do to compete just to compete is, is a lot. And so, you know, not, not being able to accomplish what we wanted to try to accomplish there, um, you know, that stings. And so I'd say they're deflated and hurt. Um, and that's, you know, that should be there, should be our emotion. Uh, I, I think by the time we get them tomorrow and we talk about it, we are, are, you know, or start to look forward to the tournament and those kinds of things. We can we can work toward that, but at the moment, yeah, I think you know that's a it's a very it's um, you know it's it it hurts and and uh, when you put that much effort in, of course, of course, it's going to hurt. And Coach Mooney referenced getting set for the Atlantic Ten tournament, and he talked about this loss last night hurting the Spiders' chances, but all not being lost uh, makes it harder. Um, you know, I think the circumstances of the game, you know, dictated a little bit. Uh, St. Joe's is, is, is much better with Ryan Daly back. Um, and, uh, you know, I certainly wish we had done better. I, I thought we scrapped and clawed. Uh, I feel like we missed a couple too many shots that were, that were close. I think they made a lot of shots, uh, late in the possession to their credit because I did, I think we defended for a solid, you know, 30 seconds, but they were able to make a couple of shots late. So, uh, you know, that's sports. That's why you play and, and uh, puts us in a more difficult spot. Most of those shots that the Spiders missed came in the first half. Richmond was 11 of 35 in the first half, just 31%. Really picked it up in the second half, 18 of 27, primarily behind Nathan Ko. That's 67%. So they finished a more than respectable 47% for the game. But the first half was tough. Spiders had just 25 at halftime. All right, one more from the Richmond camp on that game, and then we move on. And this is short, but it speaks volumes, and it comes from Spider Senior Jacob Gilliard. You know, we're getting down to it. You know you know what month it is. Um, it's, it's, it's time to win. You know, I think at the end of the day, it's it's now or never. Um, so if that message doesn't get through to, to the team, then I don't know what will. Yeah, I think that message resonates loud and clear, doesn't it? We know what month it is, and we know what the Spiders now are up against, and that will start Thursday against Duquesne at 11 o'clock in the 8-9 game in the Atlantic 10 
tournament. All right, we'll get back to the bracket and break that down for you as we move along this morning. But let's find out what else we're going to talk about beyond Richmond's basketball game last night on this morning's Sports Huddle. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) Opening drive brought to you by a reimagined Lexus of Richmond on Midlothian Turnpike. Experience their enclosed service lane, speed doors, technology tables, the guest pods, the upscale lounge. They'll be able to answer all your questions while you're there as well. Experience amazing today at Lexus of Richmond or online at LexusofRichmond.com. Perfect Tuesday morning to have our Tuesday morning regular guests. First of all, Norm Wood from the Newport News Daily Press joins us at 830. Uh, We will talk more about Virginia's win over Miami. We've got some sports title sound bites with Tony Bennett from postgame that I'll get to in a couple of moments, which will be a nice lead into Norm at the bottom of the hour. And then at 9.30, Nick Ashew from NBC Sports Washington. Uh, We've been talking a lot of things other than the Washington football team the last few weeks, primarily the Wizards because they've been playing so well. But the news is back to the Washington football team, the likelihood that Alex Smith predictably will be released by the Washington football team. And as James was telling you, the update could come as early as today. Certainly after his comments in the GQ article, I don't think there was any doubt that he had played his last game in Burgundy and Gold. It was just a matter of when, not if. And it sounds like it's going to happen today. And we'll talk with Nick Ashew from NBC Sports Washington about that at 930. We'll break down the bracket in the Atlantic 10. We'll detail what happened to the Big South last night as their tournament continues as well. And yes, Virginia talk coming up next. The Cavaliers breaking a three-game losing streak with the win over Miami. You'll hear from Tony Bennett coming up on our Sports Huddle Sound Bites right after we check Sports Huddle Traffic. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. Slow traffic with a breakdown in your way. I-95 northbound right before Laburnum Avenue. Left lane is blocked. Got a wreck 14th Street, just north of Main Street at Bank Street. They're working on the utilities along Charles City Road at Elko Road. Watch for delays there. A couple more accidents. Westover Hills Boulevard, south of Forest Hill Avenue, and Woods Edge Road at Lawing Drive. I'm Jack Hammer on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Dell Technologies Advisors listen to your small business needs so they can provide you with tailored solutions powered by Intel vPro Platform. Call today at 877-ASK-DELL. Just like you, we're all about sports and the things that make sports great, like beer and wings. Where Richmond turns for the most local sports. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Well, it may not have been the most impressive of victories by the Virginia Cavaliers, but I don't think they really care waking up this morning on the heels of a 62-51 win over a Miami team that's going nowhere, 7-16, 3-15 in the ACC. The bottom line is Virginia found a way to get that win last night, get to 16-6, 12-4. They uh, clinch a top four, so they get the double bye in the ACC tournament. Sam Hauser leads the way with 18. Trey Murphy gets 12 and off of the bench. Real nice performance from Justin McCoy. We'll hear from Coach Bennett about McCoy's performance here in a moment. But he had 8.6 rebounds, 21 minutes, 4 of 8 off of the bench for the Cavaliers. And they kind of expanded the lead at the end of the first half, got it to 11 which is where it finished at 41-30 and then kind of stayed the course at the start of the second half and rode that to the 11-point win. Let's hear from Tony Bennett, our Sports Huddle sound bites, and that's where he kind of picked up, pointing to keys to the victory as the end of the first half and the beginning of the second. I was impressed with the effort and heart that that group that ended the majority of the first half and started the second half gave us. They came with heart and they came with effort, and I thought it was really important to get some stops. So that was important. Um, my message was, we'll see you Wednesday. we got to get better. Let's keep working. Um, and, you know, again, we talked about Miami being depleted, but those guys are, are gifted off the, off the dribble and creating shots. And, um, you know, again, Wong has been scoring. I thought Reese's length bothered him at times, and um, we just we needed stuff. It was never fully in control, and I thought Sam was really good and and did some big stuff for us. 
All right, so Tony Bennett talked about several players in the keys to the victory, but the first one I think that, as you heard, that he really pointed out was Sam Hauser and another consistent performance by Hauser last night. Let's see, 32 minutes, 18 points, 7 of 13, had four three-pointers, also had six rebounds for the Cavaliers, and here was Coach Bennett's assessment of Sam Hauser's performance on senior night at JPJ. Yeah, you know, he got an inside post-up, then he hit a three, and his versatility really showed. And, you know, they're they're guarding them with their best players and they're making them work. But I think you, you can see it on TV if you follow us and watch. But I think you talk about becoming a fan favorite. I think the crowd would have appreciated it because this is a knowledgeable fan base. And they've grown that way seeing the great players we've had here. And they would have seen another one this year and been like, wow, you know, something to behold some of these things in person, just the steadiness, the smart play, his unselfishness, and then, you know, where he'll make those plays. And so I, I, I think, um, you know, the fans missed out on a cool, cool experience for themselves to watch him. But he is uh, a guy that, again, um, plays the game the right way, and he gave us a big lift at different times, and he's, he's playing some good basketball heading down the stretch. All right, so Tony Bennett referenced the crowd a couple of times, or the lack thereof of the crowd, and we'll let you hear one of the things that he had to say about senior night with no crowd in just a moment. But the other guy that he really did point out last night was Justin McCoy, who came off of the bench, went four for eight, eight points, six rebounds in 21 minutes. And as Coach Bennett said, it's the type of performance from a guy coming off of the bench, a reserve, a role player, that you absolutely need this time of year. I love his heart and his energy. It's that way in practice. You know, he started early in the year, and then he's gone through a patch where he didn't play as much. But his work ethic and his effort has never wavered. And he injected... Um, offensive rebounding, a couple buckets, and just toughness and effort that was so lacking, and so it was really important. And I, uh, you know, that's what this team needs, and what and he brought that. And so I, I like what I saw in him. Really, the last you know couple games, and then some more. And I always am watching him practice. So I'm really happy for Justin and his contributions to um, you know this game and what you know hopefully moving forward. And so the Cavaliers, because of all that, did get a win on senior night at JPJ, a senior light unlike any other, experienced it at the Robbins Center last night with Richmond. Uh, The loss aside, it was just so different, so subdued, did a nice job with it, introduced all the seniors, but not all of the families and parents could be there, which is normally part of the tradition. Nice video presentation, certainly at the Robbins Center, to salute the seniors. They'll do more with them at the end of the season, and the same thing happened at UVA last night with minimal attendance for senior night. Tony Bennett, the one thing he said after the game is that he really was sorry all year that there were no fans in the building, but particularly last night on senior night. That's my biggest regret this whole season. Um, And this is a shout-out to the fans of of JPG. We've worked so hard to establish this atmosphere. They've supported us and their energy. Now, look, we had a real good record this year at home, but, oh, is it different. And it's this way for everyone, but this place has become special and special for all of us, and I miss that. I I so wish Sam Hauser could have experienced that. And senior night is for the fans to, you know, show their appreciation for the young men that have been in this program for whether it's two years, five years in Jay's case, four years, Austin, all all those guys. And so the videos were great. Ronnie and and the people, whoever put them together, did a great job. Um, So that part was good. But it was just different. Um, And, again, uh, boy, I – this crowd at times wills us to play harder, which is needed from this group. And and it, it, it just kind of motivates you, and it shouldn't always be that way. But I tell you, they've done that for us time and time again. And that part's missing, but especially on senior day. So I, that's my biggest regret of this season. It just... It's just not the same. and um, But, again, as the saying goes, it is what it is, and so we do it, but for sure for senior night. Yeah, it is what it is this season in college basketball, and it was certainly different last night with no fans in attendance or minimal fans in attendance and obviously not all the families able to be there, and I thought Tony Bennett was spot on in what he had to say about last night as well. Um, and uh, let me just finish up. Uh, before I get the text, if I haven't already gotten the text because I didn't look, about the Baycott report from last night, 
So I got good news, bad news on that front for our Carolina fan and fans because it was an outstanding night for the Richmonder Armando Baycott last night. Sign up night at ESPN.com. For, uh, <laughs> I almost got through that, James. Almost got through all of that without anything interrupting it. So I, I close, missed, Bob. So close. Just absolutely so close on that. I was, I was almost there. Uh, won't happen again, I promise. In any event, uh, Baycott had a huge game. But my Syracuse Orange with a victory over North Carolina at the Dome. That would be the Carrier Dome, not the Dean Dome last night. 72 to 70, keeping the Orange in the conversation at 14 and 8 and 8 and 7. They needed it much more than Carolina needed. And I think the Heels, even with that loss, are still in the field if they don't win the ACC tournament. They're 15 and 9 and 9 and 6. But Armando Baycott, double double, huge night, 18 points. 15 rebounds, eight of them offensive rebounds last night, seven of 10 from the floor, and he made four or five free throws, and he did it all in just 25 minutes, actually, for Carolina last night. But Syracuse won that game, so there's your Baycott and Carolina report for this morning. The Orange knockoff North Carolina, 72-70. We might touch on that game as we have our conversation about the ACC. We're certainly going to start out with Virginia basketball when Norm Wood from the Newport News Daily Press, he'll join us on the Herman Allen Hotline coming up next. Talk the Hoos, the Hokies, ACC basketball as we get into the final week of the regular season. And my texter just asked if I was eating a Baycott burger yet. I would love to have that Baycott burger. We need to put it together uh, for our guys at, at Pig and Brew. And actually, I'm really glad that um, – uh, he sent me that text because I actually forgot all about Pig and Brew this morning. Uh, remember, they bring us the morning brew here on ESPN Radio at 1313 Hull Street Road with great North Carolina-style barbecue. All right, let's take the break. Uh, we get to Norm Wood for the Newport News Daily Press. He's coming up next on the Sports Huddle 99.5, 102.7 ESPN. It doesn't matter if you walk, skip, bike, jog, skateboard, or pogo stick. When you head outside, take us along. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. For 30 years, the Original Mattress Factory has championed the power of shopping local. Our approach to manufacturing and retail means that every mattress sold in your community is also hand-built in your community. Now more than ever, small businesses need your support. Restaurants, retailers, service providers, and manufacturers are at the heart of every community. And we would like to encourage you to choose local whenever you can. Visit an Original Mattress Factory location near you today. Hey, this is Lamar Johnson, co-owner of Pig & Brew. We have fish, fried shrimp, a variety of sides, mac and cheese, collard greens, string beans, potato salad. We do pickup, call-in. We're open Wednesday through Saturday, 1 to 8. You can follow us on Instagram at Pig & Brew, or you can go on our website at pigandbrew.com. Make Pig & Brew your new favorite spot. Located south of the James at 1313 Hull Street. Open Wednesday through Saturday, 1 to 8 p.m. Check out the full menu at pickandbrew.com. Good morning, Private! Good morning, Drill Sergeant! I mean, seriously, what a pleasant morning. The sun is shining and the birds are chirping. You seem to be in a good mood today. Astute observation. He's probably happy because he found out Honey Nut Cheerios can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. They're even shaped like hearts. So, in lieu of the obstacle course today, I propose a nice meditative nature walk. Does that sound delightful to everyone? Yes, Drill Sergeant! Happy heart shapes are back for a limited time. Learn more about Honey Nut Cheerios by picking up a box at your local store. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 829. Richmond dropped their final regular season Atlantic 10 game of the season to St. Joe's 76-72. Nathan Ko did wonders beneath the basket, leading all scorers with 25 points. Jacob Gilliard added 18. All five Hawks starters ended the evening in double digits, led, led by Taylor Funk. 
with 22. The win snapped a nine-game road-losing streak for St. Joe's. Alex Smith is expected to be released by the Washington football team as soon as today, according to reports. Smith is set to make more than $18 million in base salary this upcoming season. By cutting him, Washington would save more than $14 million off the books. Virginia got back in the win column with their 62-51 home victory over 7-win Miami. Sam Hauser led the way in scoring with 18 points, while Trey Murphy scored 12, marking the first time he's been in double digits in scoring since February 15th. Quarterfinals action last night in the Big South Tournament. Radford's Shaquan Jules scored 15 and corralled 10 rebounds off the bench in a 67-52 win over Hampton. The Highlanders will take on third-seeded Campbell on Thursday night at home. Cade Cunningham scored 13 of his 15 points in the second half as the 17th-ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys completed their season sweep of rival Oklahoma. The Pokes now have six Quadrant One wins, tied for the most in college basketball. Free agent pass rusher J.J. Watt has signed a two-year deal worth up to $31 million with the Arizona Cardinals yesterday. Watt was granted his release from the Houston Texans on February 12th. Watt will reunite with Vance Joseph, who is the Texans' DB coach, during Watt's first three years in Houston. According to a report published by the Texas Tribune, wealthy donors from the University of Texas threatened to stop funding the university if they halted the singing of the Eyes of Texas, the school's alma mater, which some claim to have racist undertones. In a tweet, former Longhorn defensive back Caden Stearns wrote, Teammates and I got threatened by some alumni that we wouldn't have to find jobs outside the state of Texas. Staying in college football following their 36-16 home win over Robert Morris, the James Madison Dukes find themselves atop the Stats FCS Top 25 poll, acquiring 34-40 first-place votes. They were aided by Southern Illinois, who took down North Dakota State 38-14, ending the Bison's 39-game win streak. Let's get a quick track for your spin Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. We'll see sunny skies today, and it will be pleasantly cool with highs in the lower 50s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Need to add a few employees? Take the fast lane to hiring with Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is 831. You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 995-1027 ESPN. Staples is everything you need to be organized and productive like home, office, furniture. The latest tech and organization supplies all at amazing prices. Get a fresh start with big savings from Staples. UFC 259 is this weekend, and DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, is putting you in the center of the title fight. Pick either main event fighter to land a punch during this weekend's UFC 259 bout, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds. Just bet $1 on either fighter to land a punch, and if that happens, you will cash $100. Don't worry if MMA isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on basketball, hockey, so much more. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday. That's code WXGI for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data. Points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS consumer access. Number 3030. What's up, guys? This is Jay Williams from Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. You're listening to Richmond's number one source for sports talk radio and play-by-play, 995 and 1027 ESPN. on this Tuesday morning. Welcome back to the Sports Huddle. Appreciate you tuning in. Bob Black here, James Flowers producing. 
You're in tune with 99.5-1027 FM, 9.50 AM ESPN. Let's turn to the Herman Allen Hotline and bring on our Tuesday morning 8.30-8.35 guest. That is Norm Wood, regular contributor to our program from the Newport News Daily Press. Talk some who's and hokies and some ACC basketballs. We're now into March Madness. Good morning, Norm. How's it going? I'm good, Bob. How are you? Doing okay, thanks. Um, so Virginia's win last night certainly can qualify it as much needed, but kind of took a different tack than this one, didn't they, Norm? Uh, Sam Hauser stayed consistent with the 18, but didn't get much out of Jay Huff or Kihei Clark, for that matter. Uh, Clark had five assists, uh, but got a nice effort out of, out of Trey Murphy, and then Justin McCoy off of the bench gave them a real spark, didn't he? Yeah, McCoy for sure. I thought that that was a, a welcome sight for for UVA, especially since he's started to play a few more minutes in the last couple games. Uh, he kind of went a, a stretch of about, I guess, what seven games where he played nine or fewer minutes, and then against NC State, he played sixteen, and then last night I believe he had twenty-one. So he's he started to play a bigger role, work his way into the rotation now, obviously in the front court. Um, and really responded, you know, eight points, six boards, and um, just seemed like he played with more confidence and and uh, really, you know, seems like he kind of gets it. I mean, he's, he's a patient guy. He talked after the game about trusting the coaches and, and believing in, in what they're doing. So, um, you know, obviously a guy who's um, sort of wedded to the system there and, and, and sounds like he's bought in for sure. So, um, but it was not what you would call an attractive win. I mean, they, they, you know, in a lot of ways, Virginia benefited from the fact that, you know, Miami, who is missing so many players and has been so beat up all season long, uh, had an off night. Um, they, they didn't shoot well. They were able to get to the basket. Um, they, they were able to get layups and easy, easy shots at times. Um, on uh, in in Jay Huff's defense, though he did not play well on the offensive end, uh, he only made two of ten. Um, he played well on the defensive end. He he he, he altered a lot of shots. He only had one block, but um, he altered an awful lot of those those shots at the rim and and opportunities that that Miami got um, in in the paint. But Miami just didn't shoot the ball well from the perimeter, and really more than anybody else, other than than Trey Murphy and, and Sam Hauser uh, for Virginia. Hauser was able to, to score anywhere. He, he made four of nine from the perimeter. He scored with his back to the basket off dribble moves and, and uh, low post moves. And um, he is really coming along at the, at the right time. He is, his last 10 or 12 games or so, you know, you'd be hard pressed to find many, many players in the ACC that have been as consistent as he has on the offensive side. So, um, yeah, but uh, this was uh, not the offensive breakout probably that Tony Bennett would have preferred coming off a three-game losing uh, streak, but at least they did in the skid. They did clinch a double bye in the ACC tournament, and they're still only a half game behind FSU in the ACC regular season uh, uh, standing. So uh, it's all there for UVA still, even though it wasn't the most uh, appealing win. And now they got one left, and that's against Louisville. And I guess I'll turn the tables a little bit for you here, Norm, and transition. Big week for Louisville as they get both of the uh, Virginia, Commonwealth of Virginia schools in the ACC. First the Hokies and then the Cavaliers. So pretty good finish to the regular season here. I guess, Norm, with the exception of kind of wish there was still another Virginia-Virginia Tech game to go. Yeah, that would be nice. It would have been nice to see some of these games made up. I mean, you know, Virginia Tech missed both of its – Virginia Tech has really lucked out in a lot of ways with the way I, I don't want to say that. I mean, you know, there's in dealing with teams dealing with with uh, the coronavirus is uh, you know it's a, it's a tough way to have these games postponed and what appears to be canceled at this point. But from a scheduling standpoint, Virginia Tech has, has lucked out uh, in the fact that they don't have to play Florida State. They've had two games against those guys postponed. Uh, they, they, they had a trip to North Carolina postponed uh, and a trip to, to Florida State postponed also. Or I'm sorry, to um, um, uh, Virginia postponed. So, um, you know, that's, that's four pretty big games that uh, you, you, you get to avoid, obviously. Um, and Louisville, like you said, is, has a big week 
Um, you know, they, they are 47th in the net rankings. Uh, I believe they're one and four against quad one teams. And obviously this week is going to present a huge opportunity for, for, for both of those categories to improve their net and their quad one rankings. And, and Louisville probably needs it. Um, a team that's sitting on the bubble, one of two, you know, three or four ACC teams that is in that category. Um, so they've, they've got a, a massive opportunity to make a leap here um, in, in the eyes of the committee um, and to, to do it against Commonwealth teams, like you said. So um, big chance for Virginia Tech tonight uh, coming off that uh, confidence-boosting win against Wake Forest this past week, and they win by 38 points um, after, after a not-so-hot uh, um, return from, from their 17-day coronavirus break. Uh, losing by 16 last week to Georgia Tech. Really got back on track against Wake Forest and uh, maybe their best offensive performance of the season. I can't, I can't, I'm hard pressed to think of a better one, that's for sure. Uh-huh. Um, just we're shooting lights out. So see if they can carry that into to a game against Louisville. Norm Wood from the Newport News Daily Press with us on our Herman Allen hotline on a Tuesday morning. So uh, take a shot here at the, at the rest of the ACC, Norm, and what you think might unfold in this last week this thing just keeps going back and forth i know we've talked florida state virginia uh clemson seems to be in pretty good shape and virginia tech i would i would think uh, what about teams like georgia tech and carolina which lost to syracuse last night so what about syracuse and you know is duke still in the discussion if they take care of some work here in the next week and, and through the acc tournament yeah there's the, i think the the teams you mentioned for sure the four uh, FSU, UVA, Virginia Tech, and, and, and Clemson too. I think are uh, we got to feel pretty secure. I mean, Clemson's now up to ten and five against quad one and, and quad two teams combined, and um, you know, that's that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Um, they've got a pretty pretty good resume. Uh, nice non conference win too back in December against Alabama kind of helps too. But there, I mean, th- there is a pack of teams like you said that just don't seem like they want to. They just you know, want to take this thing by the reins and and go. I mean, uh, if I'm Duke, that's probably the team that's got to be the most concerned. I think at this point, just because I I think they're really looking to have to win, you know, reel off three or four consecutive wins here. You know, including a win or two in the ACC tournament to to make this happen. Um, they have, uh, I just, they just haven't been consistent enough, and and you know, they they probably struggled longer. Uh, than, than any of the other three or four teams you mentioned, Syracuse, Georgia Tech, uh, Louisville. Um, then, you know, they struggled for a longer stretch uh, during the period of time that they had their, their woes uh, than any of the others. I mean, January and early February were particularly brutal for them when they lost 6 of 8. Um, and then that loss to Louisville this past weekend at home uh, didn't help either, even though Matthew Hurt went crazy in that game and you know, he continues to kind of establish himself as an All ACC first teamer and 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 Player of the Year candidate. But you know, for me, Duke's got to win at Georgia Tech and at North Carolina. That's really kind of a round robin there. You would think for maybe a an ACC uh, a, 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 a another NCAA tournament spot for the ACC. Georgia Tech, I I I still think they've got a a decent chance to get in. They still they they got to they got to keep winning. I think, but. Um, you know they're they've won four in a row now. Uh, they've got a couple really impressive wins. I think at Virginia Tech, and then they beat Syracuse. The, that's the team I think that's really trending in the right direction right now. Um, I mean, if they can beat Duke at home uh, tonight, um, you got to think that 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 might stamp them just because they they'll have ten wins in the ACC at that point. Um, so I I feel a lot more confident about about Georgia Tech than I do about. Um, Syracuse and North Carolina, who are just up and down, like you said, Syracuse beats North Carolina last night, and and uh, and Louisville at this point, and Duke. Um, out of those teams, I'd say Georgia Tech for sure is the one that I feel best about, and then I, I guess I'd probably go North Carolina, even though you know they they took a step back last night against Syracuse. I just feel like North Carolina's at least going the right direction for the most part. But, again, everybody's got to do something here down the stretch. And Georgia Tech, I think, uh, has a chance to get it done, I think, tonight. 
and I'm not trying to jinx it, Norm, but it does seem like we are going down the stretch, and I know that was you know, up for debate for quite a bit of this season, obviously, with all the starts and stops. And again, don't want to jinx it, but it does seem like we're on a path to finish up the regular season and get to the conference tournament. Feels that way. I mean, I, I finally got confirmation that, uh, you know, Greensboro will let me in the building. You're in. Excellent. Like, yeah. Wow, we week, buried the so. headline this morning. We should have led with that. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> so that, that to me is a pretty good indication <laughs> yes. that they're planning on, they're, they're probably going to, uh, on having it if they're going to let me in the house. So, so um, but it, it, um, you know, it does feel that way. You know, it's going to, it's going to be really odd, you know, as we continue to press forward. I don't think I'll ever get used to, to no fans in the building, but it'll be really strange in the postseason uh, to, to have, you know, sort of a minimal fan presence in there in, in these giant, you know, cavernous arenas. Um, but uh, it is, you know, at least at least we're going to have some basketball in the postseason and, and they'll be playing for some trophies. Um, how about Tony Bennett's comments last night? In fact, he went off on that for quite a bit, in a good way, right? I mean, obviously to, to express his sorrow and regret, mm-hmm. no fans in JPJ. And, you know, the senior nights just aren't having the same type of emotional impact, of course, without families there necessarily and doing the usual pomp and circumstance and that sort of thing. But thought he had a pretty eloquent response to that last night. I did too. And, and you know, if, you ever, if you're a coach and you ever took it for granted – before this season, well, now you don't. I mean, you, you, I think you really uh, see the uh, the benefit of, of, of home court advantage. Of Virginia has been good at home. I believe they're ten and one um, at, at home this season. Um, coming off that, the only loss was that NC State loss last week, and where you know he said he felt like he missed the energy of, of the fans in that game and in a lot of games this year, um, and they feed off of that there, uh, especially at a place where they have a great home court advantage and really pack it out, you know, 15,000 fans for every home game. Um, and, and, or, uh, every ACC home game, should I say, um, for, for Virginia. So, and, and he mentioned that, you know, he felt like with with guys like, like Trey Murphy and especially Sam Hauser uh, that have transferred in this year, fans really missed out on getting to see Sam because, uh, you know, it's a, he's a one-and-done guy as far as the, the, the graduate transfer uh, aspect of his concern. So, you know, nobody, you know, he'll have come and gone without fans getting to see, you know, a guy that's going to potentially have an all-ACC and, you know, outside chance of a player of the year type uh, season. Uh, so, you know, I, I think they really do miss fans. There's no question about it. Mike Young has talked about it an awful lot, missing the home court advantage in Castle Coliseum also. So um, it is, it's, it's a strange thing not to have them in the house. Yeah, hopefully we're getting back to that little by little. And really glad that you'll be, if not front and center, at least in the building at the Greensboro Coliseum. will give us an eyewitness account of the ACC tournament. Thank you, Norm. Have a great week. We will catch up next Tuesday in the midst of March Madness. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for having me, Bob. Have a great week, man. Absolutely. Good friend Norm Wood, Newport News Daily Press on the Herman Allen Hotline. Herman Allen, plumbing, heating, cooling, providing HVAC services to the Richmond community for more than 50 years. Available 24 hours a day by calling 804-746-5853 or online at hermanallenplumbing.com. 8.48 on the Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027 ESPN. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. Stop and go traffic on Mechanicsville Turnpike westbound between Creighton Parkway at Bell Creek Road, making it slow for inbound traffic. There is an accident not far from there, Magnolia Street at Mechanicsville Turnpike. Janito Road at Woolridge Road have a non-injury accident that just happened. And Woods Edge Road at Lawing Drive, a wreck in the clearing stages down in Chesterfield. I'm Jack Hammer on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Dell Technologies Advisors listen to your small business needs so they can provide you with tailored solutions powered by Intel vPro Platform. Call today at 877-ASK-DELL. Maybe you've got a lucky jersey, or maybe you've got a pair of team shorts that you have to wear during the game, or maybe you've got a hat that's like a lucky charm. Look, I'll make it real simple for you. We're all for it if it keeps you from listening to us naked. That can be kind of awkward. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trailblazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let Luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland 
online at LuxChevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Lux Chevrolet, since 1916. Local afternoon sports talk is back on ESPN Richmond. Border to border with Matt Joseph's weekday afternoons at 3. He'll have the headlines of the day, guests to talk about them, your phone calls, and more. Border to border, presented by Colonial Downs Racetrack. The NBA and Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. You have to be the best of the best to be the face of the league. It just can't be because of what you bring off the court. Get inside the biggest stories. They're going to be very cautious with how they bring AD along and bring him back. Plus, the insiders come here to tell you what to expect next. There was some swelling. He's going to get an MRI today. The NBA is on. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dale, who are you? I'm you. I'm future Dale. Navy Federal Credit Union sent me. Listen, your future depends on something important, like saving the world? No, I said your future, not the future. You need to start saving with Navy Federal so you can buy your dream house. With savings resources, no monthly fees, and accounts for your every need, you can plan for your future at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Open to the armed forces, the DOD veterans, and their families. Insured by NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. Hey, it's your home, and I need to ask you a few favors. In the kitchen, there's a spider stuck between the window and the screen, and I know it's dead, and technically it's outside, but it's still freaking me out. Can you flick it out or something? Also, just to save some money, and it's super easy, could you bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO? Last thing, could you take the holiday decorations down? Yeah, I'm one of those. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. Here's football legend Howie Long for Skechers Archfit Shoes. Do you like comfort? Of course you do. Everyone does. But if you've never tried Archfit Shoes from Skechers, you're missing out on next-level comfort. Saying you like comfort but not trying Archfit is like saying you like Italian food but you've never tried pasta. You're missing out on the number one thing. Because with Archfit, Skechers created a whole new kind of comfort. They teamed up with podiatrists who used over 20 years of data to create a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all-day comfort. ArchFit distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. You don't need an arch problem to love how they feel. And you say you have a passion for comfort but haven't tried them? That's like saying you're a sports fan but have never watched football. It makes no sense. So if you're the kind of person who claims to like comfort, stop what you're doing and try a pair of ArchFit exclusively from Skechers. Then you'll finally understand true comfort. See all the styles of comfortable, machine-washable ArchFit shoes now at Skechers.com. This update is brought to you by Pig and Brew Barbecue, authentic North Carolina-style barbecue located south of the James, 1313 Hull Street, or online at pigandbrew.com. Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at luxchevrolet.com. Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Border to Border with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Sometimes on this show, it actually sounds like we know what we're doing and that we've actually had, like, production meetings and conversations because coming back from that break, I am ready to give my guy, Matt Josephs, a huge shout-out this morning and, therefore, glad to hear the promo just as we come back that he's on this afternoon from 3 to 4, and he does it well when he picks games and all of that, and yesterday, and even Monday, uh, that was yesterday, by the way, nice job, Bob, um, when he was on with us, and then on you know, his show yesterday afternoon, the one team he really eyeballed last night to win and advance in a conference tournament was the Longwood Lancers in the 4-5 matchup with UNC Asheville, and he was all over Longwood, playing pretty well right now anyway, and UNC Asheville coming back off of a COVID pause. And maybe it doesn't take 
a rocket scientist or a genius to say pick Longwood in this game, but you still got to come out and do it. And it's about as confident of a pick as I've heard from Matt in quite a while. He knows what he's talking about, mid-major Matt sure does, and he nailed that one. Longwood crushed UNC Asheville last night in the Big South tournament, 77-61. to So that keeps one of our Commonwealth of Virginia schools alive, and obviously we were going to have another because Hampton played Radford, and Radford got back on track with a relatively easy 15-point win. Uh, it was close to halftime, about a six-point game at halftime, and then Radford opened it up and won in the second half at home, 67-52. to Winthrop, the uh, cream of the crop in that conference until somebody knocks him off, uh, whipped up on high point, 83-54. Winthrop now 21-1, and and then Campbell uh, knocked off Gardner-Webb, 63-57 to to advance. So the, the verbal brackets in the Big South get the one versus the five, uh, I don't think Matt will be quite as um, confident on Longwood, maybe to lose. He'll be just confident this time. All due respect to the Lancers, but they've got number one, Winthrop. Uh, that game is coming up at 7.30 in the semifinals, and that'll be at Winthrop. The home home team has the uh, uh, the, the highest-seeded team has the home games here. So Winthrop uh, and Longwood will play in one semifinal, and then Radford will be at home in the other one against Campbell. That'll be a good matchup between the two and the three. So they got almost chalk in this one. Glad we're going to be able to use that phrase again now as the brackets are unveiled in conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament. But they got the one, two, three, and five. Only Longwood's mild upset of UNC Asheville uh, keeping that from being one, two, three, four. So one Winthrop against five Longwood and two Radford against three Campbell in the Big South uh, semifinals that will be played on Thursday night, campus sites again, and then the championship game is Sunday. They get to shine on national television on ESPN, and it will be at the highest remaining seed. So Winthrop hoping to stay at home throughout the whole tournament there in the Big South. But again, nice job, Matt Joseph, both talking with me yesterday on the Sports Huddle and then uh, on his show yesterday afternoon, uh, very confident that Longwood would beat UNC Asheville, and that is exactly what happened. All right, I'll tell you what, we got a kind of a funny, if you will, poll question up this morning on Twitter, um, which I'll go to at the at the top of the hour. Let, let's get across 9 o'clock here. Uh, you've got an opportunity now if you want to go on Twitter and vote. I'm not even going to read it until we come back on the other side at uh, ESPN Richmond, brought to you by Uptown Alley, Uptown Alley RVA on Twitter. We'll have some fun with that on the other side of the break and also in the 9 o'clock hour, and we'll touch on this when we get to our River City Rundown. Uh, but Nick Ashew joins us at 9.30, and yes, we will talk about Alex Smith and the likelihood that we're going to have news uh, from Ashburn today up there in Northern Virginia that the Washington football team either has or will be imminently releasing Alex Smith. And it sounds like Alex still wants to play. It's just not going to be in Washington. Uh, not after the comments that he made, certainly. It will save them some money on the cap. And I do think he will get an opportunity to go somewhere. But it does leave a void at the in the quarterback room for the Washington football team. So we'll talk about all that. Nick Asher joins us at 930 as well. All right, let's take the top of the hour break. We'll get to our Twitter, Twitter poll question as well. More college basketball talk and much more coming up on the 9 o'clock hour. You're in tune with the Sports Huddle. Thank you so much for joining us on this Tuesday morning, 99.5-1027 ESPN. Catch every NCAA basketball tournament game on all 70 high-def TVs at Uptown Alley, 6101 Brad McNear Parkway, or online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. The ESPN Richmond Guest Hotline is sponsored by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, an authorized Lennox dealer, online at HermanAllenPlumbing.com. Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane and a technology team to assist every Lexus guest's need. Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. Hey, this is Lamar Johnson, co-owner of Pig & Brew. 
The reason we opened Pig & Brew was because we wanted to bring authentic North Carolina-style barbecue to the south of the James. We serve St. Louis ribs, beef brisket, smoked wings, minced pork barbecue, pulled chicken barbecue. If you're a barbecue lover, I, I, I can guarantee you we have one of the best briskets in town. RVA's best barbecue is at Pig & Brew at 1313 Hull Street, south of the James. Online at pigandbrew.com. Looking for a friendly neighborhood barbecue restaurant? How about Pig and Brew Barbecue? Authentic North Carolina barbecue right here in the RVA. Serving signature dishes such as smoked brisket, minced pork barbecue, St. Louis ribs, fresh seafood, and plenty of scrumptious southern sides. Cocktails to go, catering pickup available. Make Pig and Brew your new favorite spot. Located south of the James at 1313 Hull Street. Open Wednesday through Saturday, 1 to 8 p.m. Give us a call at 447-2625 or check out the full menu at pigandbrew.com. Did you know that men over 30...